Happy 10th Travel Podcast birthday to me. Happy 10th Travel Podcast birthday to me. Hello and welcome to a podcast that now sits proudly in double figures. Six more episodes and this podcast can legally mate with other podcasts. Eight more podcasts and this podcast can legally watch videos of other podcasts made to of each other. This is of course assuming that one podcast year is equal to one human week. Otherwise this intro has really fallen flat on its backside. Anyway, I'm no longer in Vietnam, but living it up in Cambodia. You could even say that I'm having a holiday in Cambodia. It's a holiday in Cambodia! Yes, thanks Jello Biafra, lead singer of seminal American punk band, The Dead Kennedys. Okay, well, I know I suffer from bad BO, but there's no need for that. Well, I've packed my fiancé. I hope that's good enough. Anyway, I think I'd better crack on with the podcast. Got a big one incoming, and it includes chatter regarding Phnom Penh and the Mondukiri province. After a lengthy but fairly smooth trip over the border from Vietnam, we arrived in Cambodia's capital, Phnom Penh. I was immediately confused by the currency situation over here. They use American dollars, but don't use American cents. Instead, they also use Cambodian real. It's 4,000 real to the dollar, so if a meal came to $3.50, I could pay with $2 and 6,000 real. One British pound used to get you about 6,000 real, but nowadays it only gets you about 5,000 real for some reason. In fact, the drop appears to have happened around late June 2016. I wonder why. I guess we'll never know. Mark my words, we will make breakfast. Brexit a success. Mmm, breakfast. According to TripAdvisor, the top two attractions in Phnom Penh are the Killing Fields and the Tool Sleng Genocide Museum, so you'll be forgiven for thinking that the nation's capital isn't the most cheery of places. But truth be told, even though that much like Vietnam, Cambodia's recent history isn't a beacon of joy and happiness, Phnom Penh is a lovely place to knock about in. I won't chat too much about the devastating effects Pol Pot and the Kerma Rouge had on the country. However, I did meet a survivor of the tool samplers and called Chum May. I bought his book, which is a simultaneously fascinating and heartbreaking read. After Phnom Penh, myself and Francesca got a bus to the Mondulkiri province, which ended up being the most terrifying bus journey so far. The driver zoomed along the bumpy road, whilst everyone in the vehicle bounded all over the place, passing moped drivers using their iPhone as a headlight. All the while, the strangest variety of entertainment blasts through the stereo, from highly unusual Casio keyboard-esque dance music, to even Westlife for some reason. It was on this journey that I lost my trusty pair of flip-flops, gone forever, now owned by the Cambodian highway. I wouldn't want to waste time giving my flip-flops a minute of silence, although I think at least three seconds of silence is necessary. Anywho, in Mondokiri we were staying in a lovely little place called the Nature Lodge, which is essentially a bunch of huts surrounded by cows, horses, dogs and cats. The local indigenous people, known as Benong people, are what I would describe as super friendly. I went around the local town one day and was continuously greeted by calls of hello. Hello. In fact, at the end of my walk, I swapped my previously acquired Animal Farm for the complete Sherlock Holmes at a book swap shop. I very much enjoyed reading Animal Farm. Some people think it's an allegory for a Russian history story, but I don't see it personally. Just a cracking tale about some farmyard animals. Anyway, I absolutely love Benedict Cumberbatch and the impressions he does, so I'm certain I'll love my next read. The Mondulkiri province is well known for its beautiful waterfalls and charming landscape, but the majority of travellers come here for the chance to get up close and personal with the Southeast Asian elephant community. Much like pretty much every animal under the sun, their numbers have been heavily dwindling as of late. 
In fact, globally, there were around 200,000 Asian elephants at the turn of the 20th century. Fast forward to 2016 and we have about 30,000 left. The more I find out about the extension of animals, climate change, deforestation, Pierce Morgan's continual success as a broadcaster, etc., the more I feel like we're heading towards the season finale of Planet Earth. My prediction? The only man left alive is Donald Trump, and with no one left to harangue or grope, he starts telling a pile of rubble that Hillary Clinton's deleted emails are still the biggest crime mankind ever faced. China! Still, we're not quite there yet, and I was absolutely in awe of the elephants I met on our visit. A gentle female called Charlotte was particularly enticing. I stroked her rough hair, fed her bananas on a hilltop, and dreamed of running away with her. I'm still talking about the elephants, by the way. Our guide for the encounter was a young Benong lad called Tom son of a local shaman and an all-round great guy. He clued us up on all sorts, from local vegetation to farming methods to the work that goes into rescuing elephants. I told him that I once sang Nelly the Elephant at a karaoke night to about three people and inquired as to whether he thinks my efforts have helped the elephant community worldwide. He never really replied to my question, but let's just assume that my efforts did have an effect and also that I'm hailed as a hero by elephants and human beings alike. Nelly the elephant packed a trunk and said goodbye to the circus Off she went with a trumpety trump, 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 trump China! Thanks for listening to episode 10 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. I'm having a couple of weeks off now as I'm heading to territories with little snow Wi-Fi. By the time you next hear my voice, America will have a new president and I shall hopefully have some new flip-flops. Both huge news stories that will dominate the mass media. Thanks to Bison for the music. And massive thanks to Debs and Tom at the Mondal Kiri Elephant and Wildlife Sanctuary for the incredible experience. Make sure you check these guys out if you ever find yourself in East Cambodia. Love and hugs to you all. Bye-bye.